Yup. It's about to happen. Come on, man. Let's do this. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. You are kicking it with Ken. It is me, your man, Ken. I hope everybody's good. Thank you so much for being here. I know you have a lot of choices what you can do with your time. You chose to be here with me. I'm in the studio. I'm with you. Who's better than us? So today I am going to do what I am calling a freestyle podcast. That means I didn't prepare a, a program the way I typically do. I am going to have a real conversation to help you live real better about a couple of topics, one or two topics. We'll see how it goes. <clears throat> so we are going to get right into it. So what I want to talk about today is prayer. As you probably have heard in a previous episode, I am not a religious man. I used to be religious. I am not religious anymore. However, I very much believe in God, but we have a direct connection. It's me, God, and we're good. So believing in God, I also do believe in prayer. And I wanted to talk about that because I think a lot of us, when I say us, I mean us for real, for real, that includes me, have a fundamental misunderstanding about what prayer is from time to time. And so I want to express some ideas to you all and understand that this show is kicking it with Ken, me. I am expressing my perspective, my thoughts. I do not pretend for a minute that my thoughts are the only ones there are, that my thoughts are the only ones that are valid. They are my thoughts. I absolutely invite you all to offer comments on the YouTube channel, which is where you can leave comments. I'm not sure you can do it on any of the other platforms, but if you have comments, please leave them. I would like to see what you have to say about it. So prayer. We all know prayer to be a conversation or a communication with God. We are talking to God and connecting to God. Sometimes it's said out loud, sometimes it's said quietly to ourselves, but it is our, our communication with God. I think we can mostly agree on that so far. And when it comes to prayer, it is typically a one-way expression that we are sending these things out to God, right? I'm catching myself with the the gestures. I'm trying to reel it in, but you know, it's a process. So when it comes to this communication with God, sometimes it's expressed in a pre-written or pre-composed prayer like the Lord's Prayer, Our Father who art in heaven. I don't know how much of an authentic expression that is, but some people believe in it, and I'm not here to tell you what you should or shouldn't do. And then there are more authentic, unique expressions that are our own thoughts to God. And a lot of times what prayers consist of are requests from God. 
it is common for us to pray, for people to pray for abundance. Pray to get a job, pray to get a car, pray to get love in their lives. Pray to have a sickness healed for themselves or someone they care about. These are some of the things we pray to God. We express outwardly to God to do these things for us, right? And then we oftentimes kick back and wait for those things to happen, hope for those things to happen. The challenge with that is that we are putting power outside of ourselves. We are requesting something from a source outside of ourselves. And that being the case, we pretty much by definition don't have any control over whether or not those things happen. So there's a saying in the Bible. Um, it's kind of funny to me when I reflect back to that because I used to be an avid student of the Bible, but not so much now. But I still think it's a great book with a lot of great things in it. So there's the, uh, I used to be able to quote scriptures. That ability has left me some time ago. But I'm sure many of us have heard that faith without works is dead. I think the same would hold true, that prayer without works is dead. And yet that's what a lot of people do. Pray and then just hope that these things will happen. It's essentially like we are believing or resting our hopes in a kind of magical thinking that we state it to God and God looking at us as highly favored. I kind of have some issues with that saying as well because I think that God does not play favorites. That's me. So a lot of people will will put these requests into God and sit back and wait. But I think that one of the fundamental issues with that is that it lacks a critical component necessary for things to happen, which are the works. We have to do something about the things that we want in our lives. So T.D. Jakes, who is a famous preacher, many of you know him as Bishop, Bishop T.D. Jakes. I am not one to use those kinds of titles. I think we're all equal, Reverend, Father, Bishop, all those things. <clears throat> it's not my thing, but if it's your thing, it's okay with me. So he says that he believes that many of the people in his church, I am getting really scratchy, <clears throat> are praying for things that they will not get. Essentially, they're using prayer the wrong way. He says that people will pray for a chair. They will 
this is an, an analogy. They will pray for a table. They may pray for a deck on the back of their house. They pray that God will give them these things, will bring these things into their lives. But he says that God is not in the chair business. God is not in the table business. God's not in the deck on the back of your house business or a car business or any of those things. God is in the tree business. <clears throat> and I would add that God is also in the people business. I believe that we were created from God and God created us and God creates trees. In creating us, God built within us unlimited capabilities. We can do pretty much anything we set our mind and hearts and actions towards doing. So rather than just bringing a chair or a table or a deck into people's lives, God created us with the ability to acquire or the capability to acquire abilities <laughs> to build chairs, to build tables, to build decks. God built into us the capabilities to acquire the skills and talents necessary to get a job where we can buy a car, where we can buy a table, where we can buy a chair. And so that brings into the equation the fact that we have to do something about our prayers. Prayers are not magic where you just say a prayer and these things magically appear in your life. A prayer, I think, is an appeal to a certain part within us even. We are, I am going on the premise that a lot of you folks believe in God. I'm going to just stipulate that and let's just assume that's the case for the sake of this conversation. We are created from God. <clears throat> Consequently, we are made up of the same stuff that God is made up of. In the same way that a man and a woman get together and procreate and have children, the children share DNA, genetics, with the mother and father. The children are literally a byproduct of the mother and the father. In the same way, us being the, the creation of God, we share some of what God is. We are a part of God. We are divine creatures because God is divine and we are from God. If you take a slice out of an orange, it's an orange slice. It's not different because it was cut out of the orange. It hasn't become uh, uh, something else because it's cut out of the orange the same way. We are born of divinity 
Consequently, we are divine. So when it comes to prayer, I believe that a component of prayer is an appeal to the divine part that resides in us. And so we have to align our lives, align our actions with the things that we want. If you want a chair, you have to get a job that you have to acquire the skills necessary to get the job and then market yourself to get the job and have to work enough to earn the money to go out and buy a chair. The same thing, obviously, with a table or a deck. I think the same thing is true when it comes to other things we might pray about. If we want love in our lives, we have to align how we live with the prayer of attracting love into our lives. We have to become the love that we want to receive. We have to be the kind of person that attracts love to us. This is within our power. And I think that's where we so often fall short with prayer. And, and, and it can become a really heartbreaking thing because we all know great people, wonderful people who pray for a certain thing and then that thing doesn't come true. And it is not true that it hasn't come true because God's not answering their prayer. <clears throat> that is not the thing. The thing is that we are misunderstanding the function of prayer in our lives. We are misunderstanding what prayer actually does. Prayer is, is a call to that part of us that is a part of the divine is a connection to the divine and it calls us to action. So if you want, uh, again, the chair, if you want love, even if you want health and healing, we all know that eventually we are all going to hopefully grow old and we're going to die. We're going to leave this place. That's going to happen to everybody. It happens to bad people. It happens to every single good person too. And it happens when it happens. However, there is power in our faith. I gave a, I, I talked about faith in a previous episode, in one of the previous episodes. The power of faith is, is, is magnificent. It is epic. It is amazing. It can yield results that are, are seemingly miraculous, that are supernatural. Our prayers call on this power that resides within us to have the kind of mindset that can heal, to find the doctors that can have the power to help heal us to attract the love around us that will spark the chemistry within us to help us heal. I don't believe that God picks and chooses people that are going to get healed and people who are not going to get healed. How cruel would that be if God say, no, you're not going to get it, but this person over here is going to get it. I don't think that's it. I think that so often the way we approach prayer is to give all of our power away. 
And I think that does a disservice to how God created us. I believe that God created us with unlimited possibilities, unlimited potential, and that we have within us the ability to do all of what we want to have done. We have to put our minds and hearts to it. We have to put feet on the ground, rubber to the road. We have to put our nose to the grindstone and get busy working toward the things that we want to have in our lives. When we do that, amazing, amazing things can happen. And I think that's how we give power to our prayers. And also when people together pray for things, I believe that we are energetic creatures. And when we pray and we project that energy outward, and then we, we bring our resources together, our capabilities together, we can make things happen. We can pray for the people in Ukraine. We can pray for the people in Israel and Gaza. We can pray for the kids who are dying on our streets in America, the people who are uh, going through financial ills, the people who are sick. And I think that the energy that we can bring together through prayer can be positive and powerful especially when we remember it is a call to our inner power, our inner divine power, and that can provoke us to do things that can make things happen. That, my friends, is the power of prayer. That is how we can take advantage of the power of prayer. It is not just by getting on our knees and asking God to do something for us. We all know in our hearts, we all know in our hearts, when we stop and think about it, we know that's not how things happen. Why do I say this? Because we all know that good people, people who are of faith, so to speak, people who believe in God, people who uh, have these religious practices and live a certain kind of way. We all know people like that who pray for something and that prayer doesn't come true. Why? Why? I think it's that we misunderstand so often how prayer actually works. Even if you look to the Bible, Jesus prayed for God to take this cup from me. Remember that? What happened? Jesus still got executed. Jesus still got hung on the cross, on the tree, however you believe it. <clears throat> Even the story, whether it's true or not, the story makes the point that Jesus prayed and what Jesus prayed for did not happen. Why? 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 Because our prayers don't always get answered, at least not in the way we think they do. And I don't mean any disrespect by any of this. Please understand that. I just want to provoke some thoughts and hopefully help all of us to see things in a way that is more empowering to us. And so Jesus continued to have faith all the way through to the end of his life. 
And the life that he lived was a powerful example to what's possible for us. And also, Jesus talked about how what he did, we could do even greater things. Jesus was an example for us. Jesus wasn't to, uh, to be some uh, divine superhuman that wouldn't be accessible to us and, does, and would do things that were impossible for us to do. Jesus said that we could do these things and even greater. Why? Because it's true. It's true. It's true. But we have to believe it's true. We have to believe it's true. When we say a prayer, we have to believe, and even beyond belief, we have to know. We have to know it in our guts that it can be true and that we have the power to access superhuman capability. We can do it. You can do it. You can do it. And that, my friends, I believe is the power of prayer and, and the nature of what prayer truly is. All right. So that's my perspective. Yours may differ. I respect that. And um, I hope I at least got you to think about some things. So that's it. It's a little bit short today, but that's what is up for today. So again, if any of this moved you, please subscribe to this podcast. You'll be notified whenever new episodes come out. And it really, really helps me. If you're on YouTube, please like it. Please share it. Also, I have a daily newsletter called Hello Sunshine. The easiest way to get to it is to go to my website, KenHards.com. At the top of the page, there's a link that says Hello Sunshine. Click on that, subscribe to it. It comes out every day. It's brief. It's always inspirational, uplifting. It's a great way to start your day off the bright way. All right, this is me, your man, Ken, KLH.